0: Jen with Light Seeking with Jen. Thanks for listening to my podcast today. So today we're going to talk about uh, in the wake, we're in the, I would say, precursor of the full moon energy, which is going to happen on Saturday here. So What we're going to be experiencing, if we haven't already individually this week, is a real deep desire for letting people, situations, or projects go that feel like they're spinning their wheels and they're getting no traction and you're feeling worn out, drained. Um, The energy can feel really stagnant. And the people could probably be wearing your patience or you've come to the realization that... um, Themes or relationships or um, situations that are happening in your relationships right now in the past two weeks have brought you to like a deeper realization of where you stand with people. This is all part of this new moon energy that's gonna prompt release and reset. So when we're pushing on the new moon as we are today, Um, And every day this week until Saturday, as we're approaching it, we are recognizing what we need to recalibrate, readjust to set our mission or our path back to right. Something along our path, something on our path or our course that we have been on since the new moon about two and a half weeks ago. Something in that new moon has set us off course. It could be a person. It could be a job. It could be a connection. It could be a group that you belong to. Someone or something has set you off. And you have gotten off track. Each one of us will have something different happen. But we will have been taken off track. And what we need to do right now is we need to recognize... Okay, this isn't a failure. I was prompted to recognize where I was brought off track. And now I'm going to recalibrate, release this, let this go, come back to this connection, relationship person. When the time is right, they'll cycle back to you. And you're going to set your sails for whatever you were trying to manifest on that new moon two and a half weeks ago. So... I was listening to someone that I follow and they said something really compelling to me. Um, They said something that was very compelling to me that I felt like I really needed to share. And it really especially came up in my journaling yesterday about what to let go of over this full moon. So what are you going to let go of? I think the key component of what we're releasing needs to be... The question we need to ask ourselves is maybe we feel like we didn't do anything wrong, but the person that we're like letting go of or we need to move forward without, you know, they just – it's not that you have to end it and you can never speak to them again. It just means that maybe they don't need to be a a part of your daily life. If they're not elevating you, if they're not inspiring you, if they're not cheering you on, if they're not all in for your passion – You know, that doesn't, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but why do you need the stagnant energy of someone who is not fanning your winds and allowing you to take flight? So when this happens and you have these relationships or these connections with people and it feels like, you realize or you you end with them, you know, you walk away from a meeting with them or getting together with them and you say, they'll just never understand it or they don't get it or they're too shallow or they're not recognizing where I'm going. That's the point you need to say to yourself. It's okay to leave them behind for a while while you work on yourself. They can still be a part of your life. You can still have a connection with them, but maybe it doesn't need to be a daily one. Heck, maybe it doesn't even need to be a weekly one. And I get this question asked to me a lot. Like, well, are these people, how can I cut them out? I've been friends with them for a long time. Or how do you just X someone out of your life? Well, it's not like you need to necessarily X them out. But why don't you look at it like this instead? And now I'm getting to the point of the inspirational message that I received. And I'm going to share that with you. Instead of perceiving or looking at this as though the other person did something wrong or they can't live up to where you need them to be right now, how about looking at this like you need to become something different so that you can come back to this connection or this person later? Think about that. To me, it was profound. You need to become something different so that you can come back to this person or connection later and bring something different to the table. It's always perceived like when you're walking away from someone, oh, they didn't have what I needed or they weren't giving me what I wanted, but we never look internally. And I'm not saying that we're always the ones at fault, when we walk away or when we let a relationship fall to the wayside. And I certainly am not trying to imply that we need to take the blame. But I think the, the automatic answer is always, well, they're not giving me what I need. What about if you looked at it like, I can't give this relationship what it needs because I haven't evolved to what I need, where I need to be right now. And maybe that is the reason for the separation. So in retrospect, when I heard that, I found that to be very compelling. I spent some time thinking about it. I even journaled about it. And what I received an intuitive message was that, that that rings true for me. That in multiple cases, I can say that when I went back later, the relationship was better served because I was a better version of me. So it isn't always about maybe what they couldn't provide or what they're not providing. And maybe that is the basis of why you feel you need to let that relationship kind of sit in a holding pattern. Maybe why you need to let that connection be like, okay, I'm going to take a step back now. But when you bring yourself to the table and say, instead of looking at it like the other person was totally wrong and you're totally right, I need to evolve higher. I need to be better so that I can better serve this relationship in the future. And and I think you'll find the answer in that is when that person cycles back around, when they come back up to bat with you again, right? When they come back up it's like, it's going to be an instant click. It's going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so You know, we haven't talked, yada, 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 let's get together, blah, blah, blah. Or you're going to have an instant recognition of, yep, that was never for me. I let it go. I elevated. They never did. Time to move on. So I think when we look at Allowing connections or relationships to fall to the wayside. When we perceive them in this way that we need to elevate ourselves first. I need to work on me. I'm working on my own evolution. When we perceive it that way, instead of just dropping the hammer and saying, I'm done with you. I think it elevates our entrance into what we do with the energy When we walked away from that person, because if you walk away, you know, if you're angry or you're upset or you're feeling slighted, you're taking that with you. But if you walk away and you just bless it, literally bless it, you're like, I'm blessing this because it's for my highest good. And as I evolve, maybe this person will come back into my life. Maybe this connection, this group, this club, whatever it is I belong to, maybe it will come cycle back again and I'll be evolved in a different way and I'll be able to handle it. And this is not to say that you are not capable or not evolved enough to handle whatever the situation is making you feel you need to separate from. It's simply recognizing that you need to work on you. That's it. That's it. It's not about they did or didn't or you did or didn't. Just just honor the connection, whatever it is, a social commitment, um, a social project, a Um, You know, anything. I mean, there's any kind of connection you can have. PTO, work, something you do in your community, something you do for your kid's school, something you do for your kid's sport, something you do personally on your own, something you do for your church, your relationship with a sibling, your relationship with your spouse, a friend, whatever it is. You know, you, ha- you meet up, you get that connection, you walk away saying that did not make me feel fulfilled, I'm just going to let this fall to the wayside, I need to come back to this when I'm evolved a little bit differently. Then you come back around and it's either going to give you an, a yay or a nay, you're going to get that energetic, your energetic answer is going to be a yay or a nay almost instantaneously. And moving on to this, I want to say this. People, someone said to me recently about another person holding a grudge and how they're so, they felt that holding a grudge was energetically um, infantile. And I thought that that was a, a rude thing to say. And I started to think about why this person was accusatory of this other person for saying that they're being energetically infantile for carrying a grudge. You know, instead of saying that you're carrying a grudge, why don't you just recognize that the energy hasn't been healed in that relationship or that connection? When you walk away with energy and it isn't healed if it isn't been rectified, if the energy isn't rectified, if that energy isn't healed, when you walk away, that's the energy that creates a grudge. It isn't necessarily a grudge. You're begrudged because there, there was a, a lack of balance. The lack of balance is what created the offset energy. So pay attention to that. Where do you feel slighted? Where do you feel that a grudge was held? And instead of making yourself feel bad, well, I had someone say this to me the last week one day, I feel bad because I carry this grudge, but I just can't get over it. And forgiveness is the ultimate, is the ultimate answer, correct? But sometimes forgiveness is a funny thing. It takes us longer to recognize when we need to forgive someone it truly does take us a long time to recognize, to forgive. It's not an easy thing to process. So I think the answer is, where do you feel the imbalance? And pay attention to the imbalance. And maybe maybe while we're talking about relationships and connections that we need to let go of because, uh, as we approach this full moon, maybe the real true answer in this is, where are you feeling imbalanced? Because if you can answer that question, if you're intuitive enough to recognize where you feel a relational imbalance, you have the key to the answers of what you need to serve yourself. Because serving yourself is recognizing where there's imbalance and then saying, how can I fix that imbalance? Either by asking another person to participate in some way so that you have more balance or st- making the statement, I don't want anything to do with this. Or, hey, maybe I should have stepped up differently. Maybe I should have stepped out differently. Maybe I should have, you know, investigated or asked if they needed something different. Was I really participating Really, the answer to all of this is just open communication. And I feel like in today's day and age, we shy away from this so much. We would rather intuitively try to read the energy and then quietly back into a corner to avoid than we would to just communicate openly and face whatever it is we're being challenged with. Just ask the question. Just ask if they need help. Just ask if you can do something. Just state that you're being there and you're supporting them. Sometimes that's so hard for us to do. I don't know why. We've become this society where we just depend on text messaging and email and this third-party conversation to be the actual life, and it isn't the life. We've all lost our sense of communication, and that is the key to finding balance, which brings me to my final point today. If you feel that you're not truly communicating with the relationships and the connections in your life, how are you communicating with Source and the energy of the world? Because if you're not asking God and the universe for what you truly want, how can you even possibly manifest that? You can't. You have to get really clear on the things you want. And you have to be really clear about the things you don't, because if you're just sitting there in this verbally abusive relationship, but you're saying all I want is not a verbally abusive relationship, well, what, what do you want? You're saying what you don't want. We talk a lot about what we don't want. We don't talk a lot about what we actually want. You'll never hear a successful person talk about the things they don't want. They will only talk about what they're bringing in. So as we approach this full moon energy on Saturday, it would highly suggest that you get very clear on the things you don't want. I would get very, very clear on the things you do want. And I would get very clear on the relationships, the connections, the projects, the people That the energy doesn't feel reciprocal. You're not filled up when you leave. You're not filled up when you walk away. You're not filled up soulfully when you've touched that connection. Those are not meant for you. Find the ones that make you feel alive when you walk away from them, find the ones that make you feel inspired when you speak to them, find the ones where you can't wait to hear what else they have to say the next time you talk to them. Those are the people you need to chase after. Thanks for listening to my podcast, and if you are looking for more information, you can find me on Facebook at The Light Seekers Tribe.